All right, here we go. All right, everybody, what's going on? Will from On The Board Sports here. Listen, Jet-centric episode today. And I got to tell you right now, man, what a roller coaster of emotions yesterday. Jets win 31-30 against the Cleveland Browns. And I got to tell you, when they were down 30-17, to I shut the TV off and I went out for a walk. I was depressed after watching that game. I was legitimately like in a place where I was legit down in the dumps after watching that game because the Jets, like last the last week, their home opener against the Ravens, they were in this game. They were in this game. In the first half, they were in this game. They found ways to come back and tie it against the Browns in the first half. And they they legitimately found a way. They pulled it right out the you-know-what, and they delivered a victory. And they sent Jet fans from having a disastrous Monday to a euphoric, miraculous Monday. And I got to tell you, man, I can't be any more happier than I am right now. And this could set up a lot of... A lot of things going forward. But today, right now, if you're a Jeff fan watching this, listening to this, you have to be pumped. You have to be thrilled with where this team is because of the fact that it's a young team. They didn't give up and they found a way to go out there and get this W. So let's get into it because we all know what happened in the last two minutes of the game. But Let's talk about what happened during the game because there were a lot of things that happened over the course of time that really made you think like, all right, they're battling back. They're in this game. The Jets yesterday, first half, you know, it looked good on the first drive. Joe Flacco throws on a third down to Tyler Conklin on a third and one, and you saw it. It was close. The refs ruled it an incomplete pass. Conklin caught it, but he went out of bounds. But if you looked at the replay, they literally, there was literally a little bit of a green in between on the TV, but the referees, the replay officials, they deemed it. It was an incomplete pass. Okay. They punted away. And the Browns, they go on a, a drive in which they found. They found a way to go out there, run the jet sweeps, use these little dink and dunk plays to go out there and score and make it a 7-0 game. Now, Nick Chubb did his thing. He scored. He did what he had to do. But they just they – could, they could not stop Jacoby Brissett yesterday. They couldn't. They couldn't in the first half. Um, you know, the Jets' D – made Jacoby Brissett look like an all-pro yesterday. They did. They literally made him look like Philip Rivers, Tom Brady. I know the broadcasting team, Spiro Didis and Jay Feely, were mentioning that Jacoby Brissett was a backup most of his time. And he, you know, he was, and he was a backup for those the aforementioned quarterbacks. But having said that, they were they were going out there and they looked like they were about to be 2-0. 
by the way, CBS, horrible, horrible job on CBS's part with the the showcases of replays in this game as far as the challenges go. Because the like I said, the aforementioned challenge with Conklin, they should have kept that replay going. They didn't. They went to commercial. And then the David Njoku catch in which they reviewed it. They wound up calling it a touchdown. I know I got my, my notes right over here. And then they they went off and they came back and they showed him going out of bounds. That really didn't work out at all either. He went out. He stepped out his first time. And, you know, there were some calls as well in which kind of went the Browns way. But, uh, you know, regardless or not, <clears throat> the Jets, they looked down and out. Now, they had opportunities to go out there and win this game prior to the Browns scoring. And for the people out there watching this, for the second guessers, I'm not a second guesser because I shut the TV off. I legit shut the TV off at 30 to 17. And you, nobody thought, nobody thought, like the, the pros, I'm, I don't want to talk about the fans, like, Nobody thought that the, you know, that the pros thought that, oh, this is over. You know, they're coming back. Nobody thought that this team was coming back. You know, Flacco literally took it right out, showed the big case, the big arm that he's got, threw a bomb to Corey Davis. All right, six-point game. Seven-point game. They come back. Onside kick. Brandon Mann, by the way. Huge game for him. There were there was another third and short that Flacco overthrows his receiver earlier on in the game. I know I'm wrapped up here in a lot of thoughts. But this team, literally on third and one, they had to go for it on fourth down. They did. They found a way. Brandon Mann extends the drive for them and they get a score and they get a score on it. So I think that was the Garrett Wilson. That was the Garrett Wilson fade on that score. So they found a way. Brees Hall gets a touchdown, the rookie showcasing themselves in the game. And even guys like, even though it was his second game as a jet ever, Carl Lawson came through in a big way. He got a sack. But the Jet defensive line kind of got worn down after a while. But to get back to the Corey Davis touchdown, nobody thought that, you know, on whatever it was, third down or whatever, that he was going to go deep and a blown coverage happened. That's what happened. You know, and then the, the fake, the, the onside kick, they got it. Like, are you kidding me? That stuff never happens for the Jets. It never does. It never does. And then they go out there and they they go on the drive. They get the lead. And I got to tell you, man, you know, I went out for the walk. I went out for the walk. I was depressed. I was tired of watching the same old thing. And I actually made a video. I legitimately made a video about how it's the same old thing over and over again. 
And I get a text message from my friend telling me, Jets, wow, you're watching this? And I never – I usually stay for the end of games a lot. Unless if it's like in a blowout situation where, you know, it's a blowout situation and the Jets had no shot. They went out there and they they did the unthinkable. They did the miraculous. Unreal. Unbelievable. I mean, you know, what more can you say about what happened yesterday? Bottom line, what more can you say? I'll, let's talk, you know, I, I'm still in awe. I'm still in shock that this team actually went out there and they found a way to, to win this game. Like, I, I can't. I've been a season ticket holder now for the past four years. I've been watching this team all my life. I remember some of the, you know, some of the moments, some of the, I, I, I know, I know. I remember the, the game in which the Jets played the Texans in 2010. They were, they were down. Sanchez throws the bomb to Braylon Edwards behind coverage. It almost had a similar feeling to that. Obviously, the Monday Night Miracle against the Dolphins. You know, 2008, the Jets were going up against the Bills. Sean Ellis recovers a fumble and takes it into the house to score for a touchdown against the Bills late in the fourth quarter during that year. Um, You know, obviously, the Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, to Eric Decker touchdown where Matthew Slater tries to get the coin toss right. And even Jets Browns back 12 years ago, that same year where Sanchez to Brown and then Santonio Holmes catches the uh, the touchdown grab to beat the Houston Texans that same year, the Browns, the Browns lost to the Jets in overtime. And, you know, some miraculous things happened. But we haven't seen that in nearly 12, 12 years. You know, that's crazy to even think about. Like, I, I can't believe, I, I'll say it over and over again, I can't believe the Jets won this game. And maybe this is the building block for for something big. You know, this week coming up, they got to go up against the Bengals. Yes, they beat the Bengals last year, but this is a different team. This team's 0-2 right now, and they lost the Super Bowl. You know, it's hard. It's hard to go out there and make it back. So this Bengals team now is going to be hungry for a win. And the Jets this week, they got to go up against themselves here. Because usually after a big win, you think that they they build off the momentum. <laughs> the aforementioned Jet Patriot game in 2015 in which they won, they had opportunity in their own hands to make it to the playoffs. They choked it away. Jets Patriots 2010. 2010 divisional game. They won. That was their Super Bowl. They did not show up the week after against the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? During that week in the AFC Championship game. You know, they put all their eggs and energy into one basket and they weren't they weren't focused in mentally. So hopefully this Jet team doesn't do that this week. 
Um, I'm very cautious on this game. I hope that the fan base, and that's another thing, you know, usually when you're in front of your home crowd like that, or, you know, something big like that happens, they got to go out in the road the following week. They're coming home. They're legitimately coming home. And the fan base is going to be pumped. I mean, I haven't experienced that ever. And I think many Jet fans don't realize that. So huge, huge positive win today for them. After what happened, you know, yesterday. And the fan base, you know, they're, they're pumped. They're thrilled. Cleveland fans are pissed off, understandably so. Uh, but, yeah, bottom line, man. You know, you look at this team, and they got a lot of things to figure out. Your defensive line. Another thing, too, injuries happened yesterday. Garrett Wilson got hurt. He looked like he was in agonizing in pain. Agonizing pain. Uh, Sauce Gardner went down, comes back. Quinn and Williams went to the locker room. He came back. You know, uh, the, the rookie Johnson got hurt. I don't know if he came back or not, but, you know, I don't know. You know, like, th this is a different team. Like, you see, like, the, the injuries that happened yesterday. Like, those guys, the, the guy that stepped up too, you know, Brandon Eccles coming through like that in that situation where Sauce went down and he stopped a, you know, a touchdown. He came through. You know, some guys came through yesterday that don't get a lot. Another guy, Max Mitchell, going out there after a strip fumble from Jadavian Clowney on Joe Flacco. He comes back and he has himself getting a fumble recovery at that time. He had himself a good game. You know, the offensive line didn't play well either. Yes, they don't let the media tell, oh, they they have themselves a great game. No, there were some blown opportunities by this offensive line that literally, you know, that could have cost the Jets the opportunity to kind of keep it close, if you will. But miraculously, this team found a way to win this game. Miraculously. No other way to say it. No other way to put it. Uh, you know... Jets wide receivers are legit. Garrett Wilson, this kid's a stud. Two weeks in, he had the one play against the Ravens. Fans wanted to see more of him. And, you know, Mike LaFleur puts him out there, and they make plays for him. And this kid absolutely went into Ohio. He's an Ohio State Buckeye, and he literally had a homecoming of a homecoming. Kids legit. Um, Elijah Moore, guy on third down and on some critical plays, made some great catches, and he's he's consistent. Guy's consistent. Corey Davis, as much of a you know week one kind of a a goat in that sense, becomes an unsung hero in that regard. Braxton Berrios, uh, with the end rounds that he had yesterday. Speedy guy, kick return, putting them into some good field position. This Jet receiving core is legit. Since 2015, 
We haven't seen a Jets receiving core like this since 2015. No other way to look at it. And for the young kids that came up, you know, you want to compare them to the early 2000s Jet, Jets boys with Coles, Moss, and Corbett, you go ahead. You go do that. I think they're they're at that point. I think they're, you know, they remind me of that. So, you know, if you're a Jet fan right now, you should be happy. You should be thrilled about the energy in which this team is going to present itself to the MetLife crowd on on Sunday against the Bengals this this coming week. But just know that this could be a letdown week because the Bengals are looking for their first win. The secondary is still a little bit young. Yes, they had themselves a pretty, eh, you know, you got to keep Joe Burrow in the pocket. You can't let this kid, just like with Lamar Jackson and with with uh, Jacoby Brissett yesterday, they're going to be looking for the deep ball all the time. You can't have you can't have these guys just go out there and legit, you know, have their way. DJ Reed had a good game. Sauce Gardner outside of the one play. He's growing. He came down to earth a little bit. He's human, but I think he'll have a bounce back week. And this is the tough schedule in which the Jets, you know, after two weeks, you're going to find out about this team after a month. You are. The, the Steelers, even though they lost against the uh, – I don't ever want to look forward like that, but the Steelers, you know, after what they did against the Patriots yesterday – they need to figure out what's going on with them, with their quarterback situation. Uh, you know, bottom line is the Jets right now, they have to figure out what they're going to do. We know what they are offensively with Joe Flacco when we got to see what Zach Wilson has. And rightfully so, you should be thrilled and pumped about this team right now. You should. But tread with caution this week because there's a lot of energy that's going to be going into MetLife and you're facing up against the Bengal team that went to the Super Bowl last year that is looking for their first win. And I think they got their calendar set like, okay, remember what they did to us last year? This is what we got to do to them uh, this week. They're riding high off of a lot of emotions, the Jets are, and, you know, Maybe the Bengals, they gotta, they gotta figure it out. They gotta figure it out. So that's that's pretty much about it. Um, I'll come back with a little preview. I just wanna, just un- unbelievable, unbelievable win by the Jets last night. Nothing more I could say about that. Uh, I'll come back with a preview later on in the week with maybe a special guest and, you know, we'll see what happens with, with this team going into week number three against the winless Bengals team that they got a surprise win up against. I know a lot of Jeff fans are shitting on the Bengals right now, but anything can happen on any given Sunday guys. So just remember, remember that hopefully they don't shit the bed and they just go out there and they find ways to try and make it, 
try and win this game on Sunday, but we'll see. Uh, all right, guys, I'm going to get going. Again, I'm hyped. I'm thrilled about this win. You can follow me on social media, by the way, at Wolcherucci right there on the bottom left, and you can follow on the board sports as well. Uh, thank you guys again for, uh, you know, tuning in and sharing this. And, yeah, you know, like it's all about the Jets right now, man. Jet-centric episode. I'm happy. I'm thrilled. I'm pumped. And I'm not yelling and screaming because it's a long year, and I know that this team could be 0-2 right now. And I know that I've seen my fair share of Jet debacles after they got some pretty huge wins. So I'm even keeled right now at this point. Bring on the Bengals, but I know that at that same point in time, you know, we got to go one week at a time watching this football team. And like any other sport, you got to go one game at a time because you never know. You never know what might happen. All right, guys, I'm going to get going. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out. God bless. Stay safe wherever you may be. And one other thing before I go, the Joe Flacco people. There are a couple people that have DM'd me, reached out to me personally, that have talked about Joe Flacco. We should ride out the wave with Joe Flacco. Again, this is a Zach Wilson offense. Joe Flacco had himself a great week yesterday. But prior to that two-minute comeback, it looked like he was about to revert back into the pumpkin. The Cinderella story was about to revert back into the pumpkin, and he didn't look good week one. The Jets actually held on the balls. They found ways to go out there and score. Bottom line is this is a Zach Wilson offense. You bring in this young kid as soon as possible. And with the way how the league operates now, the younger quarterbacks prevail. So we got to see what Zach Wilson has to offer at this point in time. And I know that there are a lot of people that host podcasts that say, well, you know, Mike White might be the better answer. Or Joe Flacco might be the better. Again, it's a week-by-week thing, but this is a Zach Wilson team at this point in time. So we don't know what Zach Wilson would have done against the Ravens. We don't know what Zach Wilson would have done against the Browns. But given the skill set and the – the team that Wilson has around him at this point in time, we don't know what what Zach Wilson would have done at, at that same point in time. So I understand where some people are coming from with the Joe Flacco stuff, but at that same point in time, we got to know that this is Zach Wilson offense and this is Zach Wilson team, and they got to see what they have with this young kid. So that's all I'm going to say on that. All right, guys, I'm going to get going. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Stay safe out there. Always believe, keep the faith, and uh, yeah, shut up. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go.